Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. This is Kevin Costner this morning. Yeah, man. Um, this might be one of the reasons his marriage was under a little bit of stress and strain. You did what? <clears throat> yeah, this is one of those. He has admitted that he mortgaged his 10-acre estate in Santa Barbara in order to fund a pet project. It's a four-part Western franchise. It's called Horizon, and he's been trying to make it for the past 30 years. Four-part Western franchise as a movie, full-length feature movie. It sounds like it, yeah. Okay. He has repeatedly, or uh, reportedly raised half of the $100 million budget himself. He said, I did it without a thought. It has thrown my accountant into an effing conniption fit. But it's mm. my life, and I believe in the idea and the story. Wow. There have been rumors that Baumgartner left Kevin because she was tired of his obsessive commitment to his work. It's possible that risking $50 million of his own money could have added to her dissatisfaction. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how much he's worth. Uh, I don't know if, you know, if he's worth $800 million, then, you know, is $50 million that big of a deal for him to risk or well, is that if, half if of... If he had to resort to mortgaging the entire estate, the Santa yeah. Barbara estate, not the Santa Barbara estate. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. It looks like he his net worth three days ago was 250 mil. Okay. So he's risking 20% of it. What the hell's he going to live on? I know. Will well. he be all right? Wow. So, I mean... This must be, it is interesting to me though. Like, why is he having such a hard time raising money for this? Like, he can't get a studio to back this. They're not willing to make that investment. I wonder if he's being like the dude on Yellowstone and he is so insistent that it be done his way. It's full autonomy. Uh huh. And everybody that's looked at it that would consider investing maybe would want a little more say in how it's produced and how it's done. And he's like, any input. Nope. All right. Maybe. Uh, speaking of control freaks, Tom Cruise is making headlines this morning. And wait till you hear why. It has a lot to do with IMAX screens, their availability, and the Mission Impossible movie. How you're going to view that movie is key and crucial. But that's not the only movie that's competing for those IMAX screens. We'll explain as your e-news continues next. <laughs> feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The most selfish thing that a human being can possibly do is leave an empty shopping cart in a parking space. I just hate what that says about people, right? You're telling me you can meander for two and a half miles inside Costco pushing that thing. And the moment you get to your vehicle, you're like, not another step. That's why I don't even care anymore. You guys can try this too. Every time I'm inside a grocery store, I take someone else's cart. (laughs) Try it. Full of food. Take it. It's much faster. (laughs) And you get to try new things. (laughs) You can do that. It isn't wrong. It's not stealing. What could they possibly even say to you? Excuse me. I gathered that... Just say thanks, they can regather, you know the route. That's how I found out that I like hummus. It's uh, Kellen Erskine. Since yesterday, (laughs) I kid you not, yesterday was National Shopping Cart Day. Oh, wow, we missed that one. Yeah, so there's Kellen Erskine on the subject. Do you always return your cart? I'll put it in the little... Corral? corral? Corral thingy, sure. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I was at a store over the weekend that didn't have a corral thing, because, you know, there's a handful of stores that don't have a corral thing, and I stood there, and I thought to myself, what do I do with this cart? And I saw a lot of people who had just put theirs in the landscaping, and I'm like, nope, I'm going to walk the extra 300 yards <laughs> to return this empty cart. Good for Look you. At into, you. I'm going to take it all the way into the store. Oh, good and for you. I into did. The store? That's yeah, great. because that's were where they TJ were. Max? That's no. usually how that happens to me. I'm like, I got to go. All you know, there was yeah. someone sitting in the parking lot in their car with it watching. running, watching you, yep. waiting for their wife or husband to come out of the store. And they said, I like that lady. She did the right thing. Look she at that person the doing right the right thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is a guy who tends to get his way. I mean, he's he's your he's kind of you know. You can argue he's an A-list, powerful, proven commodity in Hollywood that no he question. has earned that right to have his way. Sure, but when he doesn't get his way, <laughs> he gets very angry, mm-hmm. and he is supposedly very angry right now. To the point of tantrums. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, which has been in the works for God, years. Yeah. It finally comes out on July 12th. And when it does, it will play in most IMAX theaters. But Christopher Nolan's movie, Oppenheimer, which is also a big summer blockbuster three-hour Epic mm-hmm. comes out on the 21st, and it will be playing in all the IMAX theaters, which means Cruz's movie, Mission Impossible, will hang in the IMAX theaters from the 12th until Nolan's movie boots him out. So how many weeks will that be? Well, 21 minus 12. Nine days is it? 
That's about it. So Ooh, for the opening oh, week. That yeah. does suck for Tom. I don't blame him. I'd be a little miffed too on that one. He's not happy. No. And I just, last night, I read an article in Variety or one, one of the Hollywood trade magazines about how Christopher Nolan is one of those passionate filmmakers who wants the moviegoer to experience its full effect and you know, he's that's why he's got him on these certain screens. He shoots it in a certain aspect ratio yeah. and he wants you sitting in a particular seat because this is the kind of movie for that. You know, it's a it's it's a war drama. Don't they make more money though too if it's an IMAX? Oh, like I'm they sure. charge a lot more for your IMAX. Well, yeah, ticket. the theaters do for sure. So I wonder I if that's why they're fighting about it too. Wouldn't be surprised if Tom pushed back the opening of his. Let Oppenheimer open first and play for a week or two. Yeah. Then release Mission Impossible. I had the same thought. I mean, just push it back if you're that, you know, worried about it. Uh, Masor says that though Tom has been complaining very loudly. Mm-hmm. And... He's been furiously showing the film to exhibitors in an effort to convince them to switch their plans. He's even personally calling around to exhibition and studio executives to try to move this. Huh. So. Yeah, I bet he gets it moved. I can see. I mean, nine days. It, it's like if it were three weeks, okay. Because you kind of figure most people who are really dying to see this movie in IMAX will make it there in the first three weeks. Can they split it? But nine days. That's my question. Well, you know, that's what's so strange. With the IMAX, it, it feels like they only have four or five showings a day on the one IMAX theater Well, the theaters. And I don't know how long Mission Impossible is, but I can tell you Oppenheimer is three hours right. long. So it's probably only getting four showings a day. Yeah. As a guy that if watches that. most movies in my home now, I don't really go to the movie theaters. Nine days seems like an incredibly long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Get it in my house sooner. Nine days, perfect. Let's see. Let's see if I can. What is the Mission Impossible one called again? Mission Impossible 312. No. <laughs> what did you say? It's a part one. Dead Reckoning part one. All yeah, right. that's the it's thing. Two is, hours and 43 minutes. Oh, so it's almost as long as Oppenheimer is. Yeah, sorry. I'm I not even what you sure. Called again. I pulled up how long is Mission Impossible, and literally there are eight other movies. How many minutes. Mission Impossibles are there? This is. There's been a lot of Mission Impossible. Because well, I, think I seven, and then this is like. This eight, will be eight. This is eight part one, and then part two, right? Yeah, Mission this Impossible eight part two, saving Xanu is coming. <laughs> Dead Reckoning part two is set to bring back. It's, it's, I don't even know how many of those I've seen. I think I've only seen maybe, maybe the first oh, three. They're excellent. I mean, I've probably seen four or five of them myself, and I've never seen a bad one. They're yeah, all I mean, they're excellent. All good. But I'm going to tell you, though, I don't, like, of, of all the Mission Impossible movies I've seen, I don't know that it really made that big a difference whether I saw it on an IMAX or not. Now, maybe this one is Have different. Have you seen one in an IMAX? No. See, so how can you say? I don't know say? that it would make a difference, though. Well, you wouldn't do this. Yeah, you just don't Well, know. I take that back. The one where he was dangling off the building in Dubai, I did see that on an IMAX yeah. screen. And think, it was fine. I think this is number nine, and then number nine part one and number nine part two. Because right. I had previously said eight, but I think this is nine. Yeah. I bet the sound in an IMAX on these movies is probably what's really bringing the intensity to it in an IMAX. I don't want to have to choose one or the other. I want them both. I want more IMAXs. We need more IMAXs. Yeah. Well, I Tom wonder. Maverick in the IMAX was, the sound was incredible, remember? Yeah. And the movie screen was big. It really felt like you were a part of the 
And these awesome. two movies are that kind of movie that right. you want to see on an IMAX. So I don't, just can we just split it? <laughs> can everyone just play nice yeah. together? Does it have to be all or nothing? Well, I, that's what I wonder. I mean, if you've got one IMAX theater in your theater complex, yeah. how difficult is it to switch? I mean, how it goes in I- the system. And I mean, did you have IMAX when you were a movie theater manager? Is there a <laughs> difference in how it's loaded into the... We had, when, when I was doing it, was a long time ago, before IMAX, they had 70 millimeter. And yeah, it was a whole different theater, different projector, different aspect ratio. We had to reset the screen. So it's probably just way too much of a pain in the butt to split it. Like No, have- I mean, we were equipped for it, but we just didn't get that many prints that were in 70 millimeter. Gotcha. It was an easy transition to make. There's just, there just weren't that many theaters that did it. Gotcha. Do right. they do it still now where it's like a, a real... Like as film come, like I think they're they, all digital now. So what do they do? Just put it all on a big computer and hit play? Pretty much. Just oh, beam so it on a screen. It shouldn't be that hard then, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, talking about movies, you know, we got a Beetlejuice sequel coming. And Michael Keaton has provided us with an update that if you weren't enthusiastic about this film before, you might be now. He says that he and Tim Burton are determined to make it as close to the way we made it the first time. And that includes, quote, making stuff up, making stuff happen, improvising and riffing, but literally handmade stuff like people creating things with their hands and building something. Mm. He adds, it's the most fun I've had working on a movie and I can't tell you how long. So we got a while to wait for this one. Yeah, it's September 6, 2024, but Beetlejuice 2 being made now. Wow. I know. It'd be fun. That's exciting. All right. Meanwhile, Ed Sheeran served Philly cheesesteaks. This is just after he was schlepping beers at a bar last week, remember? Well, he's just like us, Jeff. (laughs) Just like us. He's on the Just Like Us tour. Yeah. He's one of us. He was serving Philly cheesesteak for his fans in South Philly Saturday while he was in town for his mathematics tours. Tour. Uh, fans immediately lined up at SQ Phillips Steaks when Ed posted the address and said the cheesesteaks were on him. How nice. That's cool. Wonder why he chose that place. I don't know what the Philly cheesesteak scene like, I, I, I don't know the intricacies of the lay of the land there, but I know that it's fiercely competitive, like our chili wars here. Mm, oh, yeah. That's big time. Philly cheesesteak, sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some diehard, you either go to this place or you go to that place. Where's the best place here in town to get, like, an authentic Philly cheesesteak? Uh, the gas station in Norwood. There's a truck there. What's the guy's name? I forget, but I feel like every time you ask this, that's the only answer people come up yeah. with. They do so have that's still some number sort one. of um, chain place. Is it AJ's in a- Coleraine? I think, is it called AJ's? Ch- I think AJ's is the truck. Okay, so then in Coleraine, they have a Chipotle, and right next to that is like an AJ's cheesesteak brick and mortar store. Okay. And so I have never been in there, but I'm pretty sure you could go in there and get one. Get that. Yes. Or mm. noodles and company, maybe. might. I don't, one. they don't do sandwiches. <laughs> Only do noodles. Uh, Ed got a quick <laughs> tutorial from the owners of SQ Phillips Steaks on how to make the perfect sandwich with slabs of melted cheese whiz before he took over as cook server. Yeah, that's what they put on there. It's like like some of the places. Yeah, depending like on where you go. Cheese almost. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Well, Coldplay, they're on tour. Music of the Spheres World Tour is happening now. And so far, 
They have planted 5 million trees. They're planting one for each attendee. It's part of their environmental and sustainability initiatives. So that is super cool. The tour kicked off last March and since November. Still lots of time for a lot more trees. In a tour update, they also said they've reduced carbon dioxide emissions by 47% compared to their last tour in 2016. Their goal is to reduce it by 50%. They said, now that we're in the second year of our tour, we started to run the entire show. Audio lights and lasers from an electric battery system that allows us to use 100% renewable energy as efficiently as possible. That's cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. We have been using electric vehicles and alternative fuels wherever we can, as well as reducing waste and plastic usage to a minimum. Their shows also have exercise bikes and kinetic dance floors so fans fans can help power the stage. There's somebody that actually walks the walk, right? (laughs) They're not just talking. They're doing it. That's pretty cool. I love that planting trees. Five million trees. That ain't bad. All right. There's Campos Philly Cheese Steaks on Market Street. There's Pat's King of Steaks. There's SQ Phillips Steaks. That's the one Ed Sheeran was at. Uh, Some argue... The big rivalry is Geno's versus Pat's. Are those the ones that are across the street from each other? There's two that are like like that. Oh, it might be Geno's and Pat's. Um, this is a Mike Dardis question, man, because he's from there. Oh, yeah. He we, could tell you. We should text him and ask him. I'm sure he's up. Yeah. Steve's Prince of Steaks, which has multiple locations. Barry's Steaks, D'Alessandro's Steaks and Hoagies, Chubby's in Roxborough, Max's. Larry's Steaks. So if you're in Philly, you got options. Joe's Steaks and Soda Shop. Hmm. And then Sonny's Famous Steaks. Yeah, Sonny's, Campos, Woodrow's. Have you guys ever had like a real authentic one from Philly? I've never been to Philly. Yeah, me neither. It's been a long mm-hmm. time, but yes. Oh, really? We just, there were two across the street from each other. We just went to one. We were kind of like driving through. And you just stopped and got one? Was we, the line long? Uh, it was, just, yeah, but it moved quick. Yeah, like my um, boyfriend's brother did that one time. I don't know whoever has the original one. And they had to wait in line for like an hour and a half, like down and around the block oh, to wow. try one. Okay, what's our bug situation here in the Natty? Like, uh... I know that you recently swallowed a bug while you I were did. out walking was, your dog. I, yeah, I thought I was going to die because it was stinging me all the way down my throat. I'm concerned about this because Taylor Swift is going to be here soon. It's getting very buggy. And yeah. it is getting buggy. And does selling outdoor sports venues have its drawbacks? Some would say yes for that very reason. The bugs. And for Taylor Swift, it happened. She ate a bug? She swallowed a bug while talking to the crowd last night at Soldier Field in Chicago, which we sent a listener, one of our listeners to. Yes, we did. What are you going to do? Yeah, she says she yeah. won't worry about it since there are so many. Oh, I just hope it's a little bug. You know, that would suck for it to be a big Well, like when you go to Riverbend, Ugh. I always wonder about that too, because it's so close to the water. Because the if you go and you are by the stage, you can look up and you can see all of the bugs flying overhead. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that has to happen all the time. Yeah. And well, Soldier Field's not that far from the lake either. Well, and she's going to be playing at Paycor Stadium, which is right on the river. So I'm wondering what it'll be. Figure, like we probably got more bugs around the river than they do around the lake, I would think. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Buckle up, Taylor. Just saying.
Yeah, meanwhile, the Fugees reunited on Saturday during Lauren Hill's headlining set at the Roots Picnic Festival in Philadelphia. Speaking of Philadelphia, it was a pretty big deal because it could be the last time Lauren, Wyclef Jean, and Praz Michelle are on stage together for a while. Uh, Praz was convicted in, in April on 10 charges related to his relationship with Malaysian billionaire slash international criminal Joe Lowe. Uh, he has not been sentenced yet, but I guess he's facing up to 20 years behind bars. Wow. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know. You want to talk about this sad Danny Bonaducci story? Oh. <laughs> it's just kind of a bummer. I mentioned that Friday. Yeah, you showed me a, a picture. I hadn't seen Danny in a while. He's been having some really serious health issues, and he's seen literally hundreds of doctors. He finally knows what's going on. He's been diagnosed with hydrocephalus, which is a buildup of fluid in the brain. Condition has affected his speech and his ability to walk and balance, but he's having surgery today to help drain the fluid. He says, I will be completely bummed out if this doesn't work. I can't walk currently. I just can't. He says, I'm never going to run track. I'm never going to box again. But if I can get from here to the kitchen on my own, bravo. He boxed for years. He is 63 years old. He says he can't pinpoint what caused the hydrocephalus, but... Because because he's done so many dumb things on reality TV, from being smashed in the head with a guitar to boxing Jose Canseco, so yeah. you know he's taken a few blows to he the head. He has, he has. So no question. Yeah, hopefully all will go well for him today. All right, and finally, what is the conversation like when a couple of blockbuster action stars share an elevator at Netflix headquarters? <laughs> Here is, is the it? answer as Arnold Schwarzenegger and Chris Hemsworth take a ride on the Netflix elevator together. Uh, uh, hey, Chris. Hey. So how's it going being the uh, Netflix chief action officer? I mean, you know how much I love action, right? There's no one better for the job. No, I got to watch Extraction too. And I have some ideas for you. Cool. Like you could hit the guy with a giant clock and you say, your time is up. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, no, that, that could be good. Or you should punch a guy and knock his teeth out, and then you say, you were over to for an extraction. You've to admit that one is cool, huh? <laughs> no, it's good. It's cool, yeah. Or after you blow up a helicopter, and you Just say, say, get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. <clears throat> oh, does it hurt your throat when you say it? Oh, this is me. Hasta la vista, <laughs> baby. There you oh, go. No. Arnold yes. promoting his Netflix series Fubar. Chris promoting his movie Extraction Two, which begins streaming on Friday. Our ne our Netflix conversation this morning in our elevator went like this: Your mom call you? She's not in the Netflix anymore. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got kicked off of my mom's Netflix while I was on vacation. I came back, tried to watch Selling Sunset. I'm a no-go. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.